Good morning, Colleen Hunt, gluten-free gold based in the Lake of Panama. You guys are checking out these postings quite quickly. Okay, what's happened recently? Um, yes, so the game of the car trans ownership transfer is still going on. We went back and forth and back and forth. And I just said to the boyfriend, uh, jokingly, I said, maybe I'll just pay it so I get it over with and get that car in my name. I keep putting money in the car and it's still not in my name. And he said, okay, he said, uh, it's another $120 if I go down and pay for his, his transfer and my transfer, but it'll get all done. And in two weeks, the car will be in my name. So we couldn't do it this week because last week I finally got someone to look at my, one of my commercial ovens. And as soon as he saw, he quoted us at 70 to $90 for a service call. And as soon as he saw me, he said, oh, the uh, oven is bigger than what I'm used to. So it's $150. Yeah. Okay. And then he brought someone the following week that did the work on the oven and uh and he told me how much the the work was. So it was a hundred the first week because I said you said never seventy to ninety and I called you because I had a hundred dollars on me. And um the remaining 50 for the call plus apparently $62 for the parts. Then he sent me a receipt. And I was going to talk to him before I paid him about how I, I didn't like the fact that I was gringa priced. Karma is, is everywhere. 15 minutes before I paid him, I was talking to one of my ex-neighbors at the market and one of her friends, and they were saying they were going to be looking for places for me in the Boquete area. And then the one woman said, oh, my husband worked for you yesterday. He fixed your oven. And I went, yeah, I can't do that now. I can't do that now. So I paid him, but I did get the number of the guy that did the actual work. And I will be calling him from now on whenever I need any repairs. So I'm going back and forth and back and forth. I, I've had, I, I have decided that we're not going to open up an Airbnb. I'm not going to keep this, this beautiful place that we're in. I'm going to downsize. I really want some land. I really want to build a small house. I really want to have a house that's paid, built and paid for by the time I'm 65. And that's six years from now. So I have to get my button gear. And if I have to suffer for space-wise for a couple of years to get what I want, that's fine. I just want the feeling that I... Whether I'm working or not, I have a roof over my head. That's, that's, 
basically the bottom line. A roof over my head where I don't have to worry about snow. That's all I want. So, um, we were looking first in the Boquete area. Um, I wanted uh, to try being there and, and uh, socializing and stuff because the boyfriend works most days, six to seven days a week. And um, I know a majority of people in, in the Boquete area. And to get out and, and do things. and So we were looking there. And we stopped yesterday. Uh, we were going neighborhoods. Uh, we had previously, when we were looking for places in the Boquete area, I, I lived in Bajo Boquete, which is downtown. And I lived in Alto Boquete, which is just south but higher up. And it's two different climates. Two distinct climates. And I was willing to go back. It, it was, It's colder than I would prefer, but it's not blazing hot in David, which is the capital city of Cherokee province where I live. It's also one in the top 10 for uh, Central American cities that are the hottest. But suffer I will so we went and looked we stopped and talked to a gentleman and and asked if he knew of any places for rent and he said oh he had a house and he said he'd take us to the house and take a look at it it was under construction so we went and looked at it and I went he said do you want a ceiling and floors he said because the price would be different if you asked for a ceiling and floors and I said, yeah, yeah, a ceiling and tiled floors would be, it, like it has the concrete, everything built down here is concrete. So it has the concrete structure, it has the electrical, it has the water lines. It just has no finishing touches. And one of the spare bedrooms has chickens, laying hens. And the other spare bedroom is open air because he, he's building it to be a four-bedroom, four-bath, four-bedroom, three-bath house. But I walk 12K in, in the morning about three to four times a week, and I prefer to not get hit by a vehicle. And the road going to this house is paved, but it's on a windy, windy, like, crazy windy road roller coaster like road and uh, if I tried walking on that because there's no sidewalk I, I'd get killed or give somebody a heart attack so that's out of the question and my walks in the morning feed my my emotional and my physical well-being uh, so if I can't walk it's out of the question. So, so on the walk this morning, I was thinking, and I'm going, well, the boyfriend works in David. He knows everybody in David. The houses are half price in David. I guess we're going to try David. Uh, business is good at the market. It typically... 
uh, this month is the March is the month that everybody typically returns to their their home countries to do taxes. And it's not been like that here. Maybe it'll change. But these are people that have come here in the last six months to get away from their home country. So they'll do anything I think possible to stay here, which is not what my normal clientele were doing. They'd be here six months, take off for six months. Here's six months. So in the months from March to October, my income would die down to a quarter of what it is in the high season, which makes it very difficult. So, so that's what I've, I've decided. I could probably change my mind another 10 times, but at this, this point in time, that's what I've decided. So I'm going to uh, give a written notice to my landlady that I will be out for the first week of June. I have to find a place that will I will be able to operate my uh, business from that can hold the stuff we have. We have next to nothing for furniture because we got rid of everything for when we moved in here. So I'm going to have to be looking for a couch and a bed and fridge and a stove again. But that's okay. That's okay. As long as I have a little bit of a yard to put the gardening in and a patio to watch the neighbors and the birds and stuff. And to work out, I'm quite happy. My life is pretty simple. This place, I was thinking about it when I was picking up the palm fronds. This place, as in this house that we're renting now, reminds me of the property I had with my last husband in Canada. He still has the property. We had almost six acres, which he seeded because he likes green grass. He didn't want a bunch of trees. I planted, well, besides the windbreak trees, I planted over 2,000 trees in that property as a windbreak so that when um, the wind picks up across the prairies, the windbreak stops it. And it also stops the snow from hitting your yard during the winter. It, It slows it down so you're not getting the full blast of, of the storms. So that property like this, this one's 2,000 square meters. So it's, it's maybe a quarter of what I had. But this yard with these trees and these fruit trees and these ornamental flowering trees take a lot of work. A lot of work. To the point that probably all my spare time can be... T- if I wanted it to be totally fit and proper, it would probably take all my spare time to maintain this yard. The same with the property in Canada. The property in Canada took 
four and a half hours to mow. And that was on two belly mowers going at the same time. I had one that went around the trees and I had a still weed whacker and then we had uh, a John Deere belly mower. And it would take about four and a half hours to do, like flat out speed, not stop. And that would have to be done every five days because the grass grew so fast there. And that didn't include the maintenance of the gardens or the flower beds or any of the yard stuff. So it would be every free moment that you had in the summer from spring till fall. So from May till October, every spare moment you had was spent maintaining the yard, not enjoying the yard, but maintaining the yard, maintaining the outbuildings. And it's just, I didn't come down here so I could spend all my free time maintaining the area that I'm using. I don't mind keeping it clean, keeping it maintained, but I don't want to spend every single moment. I'd like to be able to read a book. Uh, right now, I open up a book, I fall asleep. Um... Our sales are, are pretty good for the market, but that's also for the fact that I'm just not baking. I do baking. I do hummus. I do salads. I do frozen meals. I do uh, a huge array of different frozen meals, soups, stews, chowders, so that I appeal to the people so that when they come to my table they can get uh, something for lunch that day or something for supper that day or a couple meals put in the freezer um, baked goods some sweets, some bread crackers so once I get them stopped at my table I try to offer them the biggest variety so that they spend their money while they while they have their hand in their pocket to buy one or two items if they see something else because they've already stopped they pick that up too so it it usually uh occupies two to three days a week of my time prepping stuff i'll do a, a day or two every week of um, making soups. Uh, when I do progies, it takes three days, the, just the stages, because it has to, uh, some stuff has to spend time in the fridge overnight. So it's just two or three days of, of prepping stuff and packaging stuff, and then you get to the days that you're actually baking. And then the market day, if we're shipping to David that day, I get up at 1. If uh, now they're going to be shipping to Bogues del Toro, which is north of us, on the opposing week. So Tuesdays, I'll be getting up at 1. So I bake my orders that are getting shipped out first. And then I bake the stuff that I need for the day. So I'm out of the house by 7. 
Wednesday I chill because my body is in so much pain from standing. And Thursday I start my walking again and and I I do the routine again. It's not that bad for for a living it's not that bad. It's just a lot of organization, a bunch of research and I can do do that sitting down. I do that with something playing in the background. And the thing is is that when when I start cooking or baking it's it's second nature for me. It's it's easy. And it's something of a, a work of pride. Um I can't say anything else. So our our novella is continuing. That's the Spanish soap operas here. Our novella is continuing here. We do have our gas oven fix. We are going to try to hurry along the uh, uh, car transfer papers next week. Um, and start looking for a place and start packing. Last week I cleaned like crazy and the thought was in my head that I'm moving. So it was time to get rid of stuff that didn't serve a purpose. Checking due dates on this and due dates on that. Uh, going through our closets. Uh, donating stuff that we don't use or don't wear because everyone needs a little help, especially now. And then, well, I'll start packing up the house so that when the time comes, we're ready. Life goes on, guys. If you're not willing to bend with with life changes, it's, it's, it can be difficult for you. I might not like like it, but I know I can do it. So, on that note, with the washing machine is always spinning in the background. Colleen Hunt, gluten-free gold, based in the Lake of Panama. Ciao.